We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. To clarify, you said you would talk about quarterback next week. If you guys are eliminated today by what happens at 4 o'clock, is Sam Howell in consideration? We can be eliminated. Yeah, if the Packers beat the Vikings, then you guys are eliminated. All right, uh, you heard Ron Rivera there. Uh, Grant Paulson asked him yesterday if you're going to consider Sam Howell for next week, week 18. Now that season is is playoff, postseason is closed out. They're not going to make it. And if anybody's curious, I ran through all the options with Mike Phillips last night. I, I thought about this. What about this nuclear option of everybody ties? The Packers and the Lions tie and the Seahawks tie. And the Commanders win. Do what? That's the only way we get in? Even all that happens, then the Lions get in because they have the head-to-head win. Yeah. So so we out. They're out. Completely. 100. Like, everybody's math isn't wrong. They're out. Yeah. So Ron was asked about it yesterday. And I think he clearly took issue with the question. Which, I, I want to be clear, I, I don't think the question was out of bounds at all. I think that question was a, a great one to ask at that point. Because, let, let's be real, Jay. You know, I, 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 I only played for 14 years in the NFL. And I know every time we had a situation, the coaches let us know what the situation was. Man, we had our business, we in. Uh, if we do this, we may need some help. I've heard coaches do that since I've been doing radio after retirement. You can't tell me they did not go through all of the possibilities prior to that game, or they should have, to know. That's what that's what that's what most like we kept we kept prefacing everything with a well-run organization yesterday. That's what they do. If he didn't know, it's a problem. And if you sitting there just being mad at a question, that's a problem. Because you teach your player your players are supposed to be. Answer questions to the media, be stand up, be up front, show some character, show some respect. But why the hell you can't do it? You know what I mean? Yeah. So I've I've sat there and had to do interviews after deaths in my family. I had to do interviews after horrible games. I've always been told that it's a part of our job as athletes. We have to promote the NFL. Don't you think the coaches have to do the same thing? So I've sat there in all those situations. So if I don't like a question, I still answer. But I'm not going to answer in saying I don't know something if I do know it and look bad. Yeah, I I, I mean, I think that was just a, a confluence of bad situations. I, I, I think I, there's got to be a scenario where you're like, I mean, how many times have we heard Ron say, I got to go watch the tape. I got to go watch the tape and see. Mm-hmm. I get you're pissed about the question. I think you're just pissed about what just happened and you decided to let that question be the thing that made you mad. I don't think you're actually pi- Yo, you just got knocked. You could be knocked out of the playoffs. You're going to try the rookie. Everybody wants to see the rookie. Yeah. It's an entirely reasonable question. Totally. I think he's just pissed about everything going on and that question was some sort of trigger. Um, 
But, dude, you got to – you've answered harder questions in worse situations. I, I don't I don't know, but, live, like, Super Bowl – I have no idea what number it was. Cam Newton versus the Broncos. Ron's Super Bowl that he was a coach. Mm-hmm. The, the Panthers were favored in that thing, I remember. Mm-hmm. They got dominated by the Broncos' defense. I don't know what Ron got asked in that postgame presser. Maybe we should go back and look. You got asked harder questions in a worse moment. Yeah. And <clears throat> I, I think, I get he was so focused on beating Cleveland to not look at the situations with the rest of the league, but, like, on some level, you had to be cognizant of that. Like, I know, I think in the moment, he really, really messed up. I find it hard to believe he had no idea the machinations of the wins and losses yesterday and what it could impact. But apparently that was the case. I, I mean, because it was later clarification. One thing about being a leader, though, when you're a leader, <laughs> you have to be the person. Listen, we hold these football players to standards that we don't hold people that should know all this stuff. Half of these guys are in a 25, 26, and younger. And we hold them to a certain standard. When a coach gets in the same situation that these players normally get in, they need to be held to a standard. If I dislike a question, I just answer and move on. But the the fact of, like, when, when Grant asked a question about, I think that's something everybody wanted to know. You know what I mean? Everybody wanted to know that. Because you move Carson in a situation that was dire, and he just was awful. Taylor showed he was better than Carson. You don't need to see anything from him again. Who haven't we seen from yet? Let's see what this. Let's see what the young man knows now. Let's figure it out. But to be honest, I think it's just he asked the question truthfully, and they're trying to now come back and try to do some, uh, you know. PR to help him out. He didn't know. Few or pe- didn't remember. Right. Or Few people, we, we like to lean on Jim Andrew Mullins, the 10th, for his keen ability, his precise butcher-style cutting ability. Cut through the crap. Through the crap. Um. Mullins, if possible, can you play the clip one more time, and then we'd like to hear your reaction, sir. To clarify, you said you would talk about quarterback next week. If you guys are eliminated today by what happens at 4 o'clock, is Sam Howell in consideration? We can be eliminated. Yeah, if the Packers beat the Vikings, then you guys are eliminated. Landini, what do you make of that situation? He had absolutely no idea they could be eliminated from the playoffs. None. He was clearly annoyed at Grant for pointing that out. And I think he was, like, uh, particularly upset because Grant kind of made him look like an idiot in front of uh, the entire, you know, press and uh, camera because Ron had zero clue that they would be they could be eliminated yesterday. Zero. Lanfield's driving that bus, and I'm in the front seat right behind him. I believe that as well. So let me add then, and I think this is relevant here, I do believe in that moment, like, so people understand kind of the logistics of everything. In that moment, the Giants had won, the Lions had won, 
And I think even the Seahawks. No, the Seahawks were at 4 o'clock or the, were the Seahawks at 1 o'clock? No, I think Seahawks was a, was, a was a 1 o'clock game. Okay. So at that point in time, the Giants, the Lions, and the Seahawks had won. Ron is probably unaware of all of that. He's going from the locker from the field to the locker room to address his team, which I can only imagine what the hell got said in there, out to the podium to talk to us. It's possible he was unaware of what else had transpired in the league that day that turned the situation into, hey, if the Packers win, you're out, by the way. Still I, an unacceptable But answer. I would think before that game started, you know. If these other two teams win and we lose, if Green Bay wins, we out. We listen. Every, all you gotta do is turn on the TV, man. And and we listen. There are a lot of coaches. I'll probably sit here and say they never see anything on social media. They don't see stuff on TV. I know this coach does. And all of a sudden now, when it when the question is asked, you have to assume the other people want. That's why they asked me this damn question. And if I don't have a clue. I have to go check out the rest of the games and see what happened, and I'll let you know. You'd think also that he would at least know theoretically, hey, if we lose this game, there is a scenario where we're eliminated You know, today. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, the Giants, who are a playoff team, were playing the Colts, who suck. The Seahawks, <laughs> who are a near playoff team, were playing the Jets, who are collapsing. And the Packers, who have been good for like the last month, are playing the Vikings, who are complete frauds. Like... <laughs> It's not exactly out of the question that those three teams were going to win yesterday. And, you know, the commanders have been in absolute collapse mode for the last month. Yeah. He had no idea they were going to be out of the playoffs yesterday. None. Yeah, when I saw the stuff prior to the game, and I'm sitting there, I'm going, okay, if we lose, that's the only thing that you have to care about anything else. We win, I don't care what else happens. We lose, you have to start worrying about these things. So I'm sitting there going, there's a lot of stuff that has to happen for them to be completely out of it. I said, so it probably won't be like that. And every team that had to win won. I mean, it's pretty remarkable. Think about that, man. Yeah. You have five teams fighting for some playoff spots. Four of them took care of business. One didn't. You just, it, it, it. For a month. Yeah. But like, like I mean, let's be real. They kind of got gifted the week before when everybody else lost. Hey, we lost to the Niners. Everybody else lost. Who cares? The Giants lost. The Lions lost. Yeah. The Seahawks lost. Like, they opened the door for the Packers, but everybody else lost. Yeah. So you were gifted a week. Mm-mm-mm. At least a couple of those teams, too, were playing against, um, they were playing against teams that actually had something to play for. Like, the Jets could have theoretically made the playoffs if they had won that game. Right. And they didn't. The Commanders were playing against a team that was eliminated and sucks. You know what happened, though? That team has the same amount of wins as we do. Now they do. As bad as Cleveland might be. Think about that. Not that good. Jeff, your Ashburn syndrome, how did you feel when Ron was unaware of the playoff scenarios. I don't even want to say I was shocked or amazed. I was more so pissed off at that dumb look that he always gives when things are, when he completely doesn't know anything or when he's fold, have his arms folded on the sideline. 
but it's awful. It's it's awful. There is no way you are the head coach of a football team and don't know the pros and cons of the week you're going to, especially this late into the season. It's it's. This is what I don't get. How does everyone around the organization know what we need to do, know our scenarios, even can see who is the better quarterback to go with for the team? How does everyone around the organization see that except Ron Rivera? It's, it's just a question that I don't believe can be answered. Well, it can be answered, but it, it won't be answered. But it's it's unacceptable. It's completely unacceptable. I'd like to speak with Q-Ball. Q-Ball? Hello, Q-Ball. How do you do? What's up, brothers? I miss talking to you guys and chiming in, but of course I listen every day. Appreciate you, Brian Mitchell, I love you. You keep it 100, man, all the time. So listen, JP, I'm going to get right to it, man. I was at the game yesterday. I've told you guys before, I'm a season ticket holder. And this is what I clearly wrote down in my truck as I left the parking lot. Clearly, discipline was not on display yesterday. Something was definitely in the water watching this dreadful performance. Chase Young clamoring for the fans to get fired up on those dreadful third downs was a joke. The fans responded, but the team failed again and again. Yesterday's loss should open up Pandora's box to get this team so quick, fast, in a hurry. From the ownership, front office, all the coaches, all the QBs, anyone who has had given lackluster effort and lying to the media about their repeated failures just lost me as a season ticket holder, I will no longer invest in a deviant organization who has severely tainted the hearts and minds of its most loyal fans and former players. I listen to Brian Mitchell, Doc Walker, JP, every week, continue to tell us the truth about what we are witnessing every year. But a clean house is definitely in order right now. It's needed from the foundation to the rooftop. I'm done with believing in the overpaid garbage we see every week. It has become a total waste three hours every Sunday. Sell the damn team, Dan and Tanya. Go live on your yacht, puff your Cuban cigar, and laugh all the way to the bank how you have ruined so many of the fan base's lives. It was totally disrespectful to have Gibbs and the rest of the crew on the field yesterday looking like puppets with smiley faces. Major Tutty, are you kidding me? As this team continues to look like Major Duddy, sell the damn team. I'm out. All right, bro. Yo, hit the damn laser, Landfill. Give him another one. B. That was a call, dude. CK, if you're listening, cut that up for a promo. I don't know how we do it. There's your promo. Damn. Cue ball went hard. And I, and I, you know, cue ball is not the only fan. I took a lot of phone calls yesterday, and texts, and there are a multitude of people that feel that way. There are a multitude of people who are basically saying, "I'm not going to renew." There are a multitude of people who hit me and say, "After that stuff yesterday, I noticed that they took money for the tickets for next year already out my account." <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So I just think that it's so much. And we can sit here and say who and what, 
it's been a lot of people that's been a part of people wanting to get the hell away from it. A lot. Dude, you saw yesterday. That place, and I don't get caught up. We can hear it clearly what was being said while, while I was watching the broadcast. Bro, it was empty. But I can still hear the broadcast and the, what they did not want. I know that. It was empty. I, I mean, Rick Snyder has declared himself the official crowd estimator. And, and fine. Uh-huh. He, he deserves it. That's his title. He said 40,000. I probably would have taken the under. I I'll take the under on that. I would have had it at like 30, 35. I mean, yeah. listen, the, the top, top row is generally empty. Club is half and half, and you, you it's hard to judge a club because a lot of those people are just inside. Yeah. The the lower bowl to me. But the weather was good yesterday. People would have been beautiful. outside. Dude, the weather was beautiful. It was like warm. The lower bowl wasn't full. And anytime the lower bowl isn't full, you got problems. Yeah. And a lot of it, I think. They've become so reliant on the visiting side being packed with visiting fans. It wasn't packed with Browns fans. So you had, I mean, there were open areas of seats in the lower bowl. Yeah. For a team fighting for the playoffs. Hmm. You've broken this thing, man. And and I put that way past Ron. That ain't on Ron or Scott or Jack or players. This thing's been, you know, you know, everybody's got insurance, right? You got insurance on your car, insurance on your house. And insurance is there when something goes wrong. You got a fire, a hurricane hits your house. You know what I mean? Like like something crazy happens. That's what you have an insurance for. Somebody just hit me just now. I said, man, we're making national news now. Guess what the national news is? Ron not knowing. That's what everybody's discussing. But, B, you know what insurance doesn't cover? Wear and tear. The slow breakdown of things at your house. Oh, yeah. Because if you got a house and it's 30 years old or whatever and you don't put any money into it, you don't get a, a new hot water heater, you don't update your pipes, you don't, you don't just paint. Yeah. You don't take care of that stuff, it's going to fall apart. And what we're seeing is, is 20 years of, of not taking care of anything. It's a slow erosion. Slow erosion, man. Go to the beach. Tell me how it's going. Don't go anywhere. Listen, the phone lines are packed. We're all in it together. Everybody's going to get to talk. Woof.